Hello and welcome to The Talent Blueprint, your guide to building a company where talent comes first. The Talent Blueprint is brought to you by Beamery, the talent lifecycle management platform that helps organizations hire candidates faster, develop the skills of their workforce, and increase employee retention. Hello and welcome everybody to this week's installment of the Talent Blueprint. I am your host, Sultan Saidov, and today I am very excited to introduce Nazim Unlu, the Global People and Org Director at Novartis. Nazim, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Sultan. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Novartis. So my name is Nazim. Nazim, I'm originally from Turkey, Istanbul. Here in Novartis, almost 15 years, in different careers. I started my career in, in bank, not in the HR department. Afterwards, I moved to a company called Argil, FMCG and B2B business. And I was heavily in the strategy and HR department together. And at that time, 17, 18 years back, it was like a different time on the HR, of course. And my role was in more learning development and some of the M&A connections. But afterwards, my pharma journey started. It was in Istanbul. And... I joined Novartis as a senior HR BPN. I was working in Asian countries by increasing responsibility on the talent management, organizational design, and as the pharma industry is also heavily open for the transformation, I was fortunate to attend many, many different transformations. Last nine years, which my more European journey starts, I moved to no artist Basel global headquarters office and I was more in the R&D side and within the no artist career in the global side again tons of different transformation I was more in the global adaptation of the clinical research teams in sourcing outsourcing tons of workforce optimization and of course that in the last five years I jumped more data AI tech part which I Enjoyed a lot building a more data centric organization in the R&D side. It's very nice to be working on the still global environment and uh, industry is changing. Human resources function is continuously changing. I'm more even myself adapting to that learning more things and actually unlearning. I was reflecting last week that what are the things that now mean that I need more space to unlearn. It's funny you mentioned unlearning. We recently had Guillermo Miranda here and he spoke about unlearning and the importance of that in, in our mindset in the world that we're entering in HR now. You've spent almost a decade in the R&D side and a very long career seeing how the HR functions evolving globally. When you think about that element of unlearning and adapting today in the HR function as it is, how do you think HR professionals need to change at the moment and how do we need to adapt and unlearn and train ourselves in the world that we're entering when i reflect about the whole hr human resource function perspective even no arts for example that you're not using the hr name you're calling ourselves people and organization function people culture so many different names but of course the main division and the function name is human resources still and the power that HR holds, I think, is now becoming more and more even clearer. Why am I starting this the positive thing? Because 
really every change also start some anxiety and negativity. But in the HR function, there are so many elements which is stuck between the heavily repetitive task, heavily administrative task, and heavily being stuck between the business, humanistic, and then so many operational and financial burdens. But now the new era for the human resources function is pretty open, especially the, the power of the technology giving us more and more easy access to some of the strategic elements, which is coming from the data part, workforce created data. But we usually think of this is another responsibility, this is IT related, this is finance related, this is more mathematical thing. But now this is the time for human resources function to think more and more deeply about what is our role in terms of preparing ourselves on the future. And this future is not like a five years, seven years. It is just here. And the speed of the AI and the generative technologies gives HR more and more open environment and trying to easily penetrate the organizational functions, which is good. But this means that you need to be front of everything and you need to also communicate very clearly about it. What are your plan and vision for the future technology? And we should start to ask why we need the HR department. What is the main core value proposition? And I think this is a good discussion now happening. And with the tech and AI part, I see there is a big, big opportunity for all of us to facilitate what is needs to be because everything is coming super IT tech and there is like a technical domain part as well that we are not part of that discussion. But there is the implementation part and those implementation part needs a strong human resources leaders to facilitate the discussion, to build the regulative environment, design stage, and of course, to showcase about what is the right leadership in this new era. And of course, when I start to think about the unlearn, I was thinking a lot in terms of to rebranding HR, starting with unlearning as what we design a personal administration department. We should think about as well, what are some skill sets, some key competencies that we love, but now that we should stop doing. So tell me a little bit more about what you see as this HR function owning workforce data and not just the finance mathematical pieces that organizations look at and traditionally thinking about capital allocation. I think part of what's changing is that businesses have to think more deeply about people allocation. And when we talk about topics like unlearning, that applies across the business. And there's a need to look at how do we make choices of where to train, how to train, how to, across the business, create agility through understanding skill sets. So what does organizing skill data look like? And what is the emerging role of HR in that transformation? As a HR professional, you would like to support people. That's positioning HR sometimes in the organization like a United Nations. We are here to support you. That's good, of course. But if you think about the real value creation, this role of the HR is heavily now mixed with the financial responsibilities, legal responsibilities, even ecosystem perspective, 
too much regulative environment. And if you add this human element, it is very soft as well. So how can you really create a tangible use case showing your data, showing your human aspect also be clear. For me, having a strong workforce perspective, dynamic, insightful environment, like ecosystem, creates a lot of democracy in terms of how you even design the environment. The democratic, effective, agile environment in order to create a strong culture, you set the culture by adding the right tools, right system, right technology and right decisions. So that stepping back, HR role is really that creating an engagement, value creating a branding value proposition of the company, plus giving hope. And that HR has a, a clear issue in terms of that how to embed that. And coming from the workforce data, how you set the skills in terms of in the organization, how you democratically share the skills amongst the role is also clearly showing how you set your stage and sharing your responsibilities equally. Even on the talent management, we try to tend to be always defined the top leaders, top leaders, critical roles. Okay, every company has that kind of like a key people to invest. That's okay. We need to define it. But now within the whole technology and the whole environment, how can you achieve all together? How can the people who doesn't have that, that skills can learn and also join the game? If we zoom in on the world that you've been in for the last nine years in R&D at Novartis, how can skill insights be applied there? I reflect this as well when I was listening to you in Paris as well, because in the Unleash conference, you mentioned very good, clear point as well, how to navigate. And automatically I chat with some of our HR colleagues as well, how that even this HR data is always sensitive. You can't touch, there's so many problems. But in the meantime, there are more and more sensitive, more interesting data that service R&D data, which if I may use some examples, from artist perspective as well, the drug development process is like heavily data-driven because everything is related with data. If you think about that, you went to a doctor and doctor automatically look your data. And this data is not only one simple number. So which means that data is super complex and highly regulated. And plus it is connected with a human, it is very sensitive. And with that mindset, of course, everything is to be compliant and data quality needs to be very high. So you have multiple access to different data sets. The whole process is very complex and there are less collaboration between the whole data sets. And if I look about the human part, more of the people talent part, in the end-to-end -end pro production, those talents need to touch different elements which they need to use different skill sets in every element. So it's coming to like a problem statement, which means that you need more people to do this because there is a compliance, there is a skill need, even there are new skills, capabilities. But in the meantime, if those people would like to have a new career advancement or new learning, it's hard for them to even access to other things. Your workforce is not dynamic. In the data R&D side, they like to solve the problems. 
because your workforce skill set is also very horizontal; it's not vertical. And that's a good problem statement. We even did a challenge in the team, and we tried to create some open skills environment. But first of all, we really defined the skills very clear within the team and what is the end-to-end product development skills that you need. And we try to give relearning environment how can people join the game together and they can learn extra skills by themselves so they can also make themselves ready. We just automatically turn to be a good HR project. Okay, let's reskill and upskill the people. But the, the key problem was that do they have time? No, do we have budget? And those kind of like elements came. Long story short, it was super, super interesting that uh, at the end that we select at least 10, 15 people to focus on that new problems and skills. And when we have a high agile project came, we dedicate those people. Earlier, you said AI is not five to seven years away. It's already here. How do you see beyond skills, the impact that AI is having on the democratization of work, you know, making the employee experience different. And how does that fit in with some of the changes that you've been seeing in the R&D side that you just talked about? If you think about the HR lifecycle products, I think this AI and technology bring more openness for the people starting a career. They can also be the part of the learning process. So that's because if you think about the new generation people, they don't want to apply for a new role, right? They would like to understand about what's in it for them and how can they also utilize their current learnings and skills into the role. But what we are doing in way, we have job description and we want people to fit in that mold and do that job. But we never think about how the person's previous skill set and success can be also showcased in the role. Plus, the key needs that he or she had in the previous role can also develop in the role. Enrichment of the people. And in this case, with the technology and AI, you can capture those learnings before those people even join your company. But of course, you need to have a really right technology, capture the skill sets, learnings in a very secure environment. And you need to have the right insight tool for HR leader to read like a prescription. And plus with this technology perspective, those people who would like to develop themselves, they willing to. I think you need to have more skillful, engaged business related HR people to lead this discussion because the future of those talents and the roles are, if I may speak from R&D experience, they're already highly skilled, so you need to coach them and you need to know that they're not going to work for you 10 years or five years. Do you have any examples or stories that come to mind of people in your own team that have started to think about skills and technology and apply it in a way that has helped change and improve the employee experience or change how you approach bias or planning? We do have last year some good examples on the talent management side. We enroll a good platform that we just give people some internal mobility. But the main discussion was on, again, what is the role of the HR? And once we share very openly, this is a platform that 
You can run your career. We are here to, of course, guide you, coach you. But here we need to learn and also connect with the other people as well. So in this context, we didn't push people that, okay, technically you need to do this, but this is not your part to learn. We let the people learn what they want, actually. And that also creates a lot of trust. Okay, now the future is changing. By learning this, I can learn for myself as well. Absolutely. You've been through a lot of different roles and functions in your career. And when you look back on the last 10 plus years and think of advice you'd have given your former self or advice you'd give somebody stepping into a leadership role today in talent, what would you say? I think think more before react and parallel thinking. I think in HR side, we really would like to solve the problems and create solutions for the people. We want to support them, care them. Problem solving is like automatically coming in the HR side. The definition of the problem is super, super weak. And that also leads for myself as well that I wish that I was more thinking parallel in some of the other problem statements that I would like to focus on. I push myself to being out of comfort zone. Give your chance. You don't need to understand everything by the way. That's also another HR issue because of being super compliant. You would like to understand and control everything. Let it go. It will come. That's also even that if I think about I wish that I did more entrepreneurs, some different projects. Well, I couldn't agree more with that advice of not being afraid and being willing to keep learning and to embracing change in technology. And Azim, it's been such a pleasure having these insights from you. And thank you for joining us for this conversation. Same here, Sultan. I think great questions and thank you very much. Talent Blueprint is brought to you by Beamery, the talent lifecycle management platform that helps organizations attract, retain, redeploy, and develop the skills they need. Learn more at beamery.com.